and welcome to Copy Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Howdy doody. Howdy. We're uh, up here in the grotto. The grotto of Conduit Coffee. A little grotto palooza today. That's right. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our From the Hopper last week. A uh, little bit of a new experiment for us there. Um, it was really fun for me to think about that episode and talk yeah. about it and leave a lot hanging. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit more in the third crack. That's right. We did. We did get into that a bit. I think we're way too nice to each other. I'll just say that. So, but it was also a really good episode. Yeah. So just wait till we put out a. I don't know. Just wait. Yeah. It really. It really. Do it again. Really set the stage, and um, we're going to explore more of those, those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, But on the show today, we want to get into uh, something new. Actually, this is stemming off of a question from one of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, by the way, thank you all who subscribe on Patreon. We got some new stuff coming because of that. It means so much to us. It does. Uh, we really couldn't be continuing to do what we do without you. So, uh, copyloversradio.com, hit that Patreon link, go subscribe. Yep. It's $1. It is. It's $1. It's $1. And and once you, you subscribe to Patreon and you're on it on the platform, mm-hmm. it's so easy to give a dollar to somebody else. I've mentioned this before, but yep. there's a few other podcasts. It's like, yeah. cool. It it's, feels, you know, it's it feels good to support the work of other people. I mean, I do this. Yeah. Right um, from my PayPal account, it's like imaginary money. <laughs> imaginary money. It's for imaginary podcasts, exist. imaginary careers, patreon.com, coffeelovesradio.com. So, from... <laughs> Welcome back. From our, fan, uh, our friend, uh, Matteo, on, on the Patreon. Thank you so much, Matteo. You asked us... When you are selecting a coffee for an espresso, right. how do you go about making that choice? How do you select what coffee to prepare for espresso? I feel like there's a few different ways to approach this question. Mm. So I think one way to approach it is from the consumer. Like you want to make you want to make coffee in an espresso or make coffee as a pour over. But for me, I think about it as far as like sourcing green coffee mm. and how. It's going to be used ultimately for the end consumer. Yeah, I think that uh, the way I always look at it, um, I don't know, being not a roaster. I mean, I, I imagine we look at it similarly. But I'm thinking about. Can we get that on a shirt though? Not a roaster. Not a roaster. Coffee Lovers Radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my new title. Uh, Joseph here, not a roaster. Well, I guess I I, I do roast a little bit now, yeah, but I'm yeah. still not thinking about it in those those. Right. Concepts. But when I'm thinking about, I, I think about making an espresso, I'm like, okay, what is the actual drink I'm going to make? Am I going to drink it as espresso? Is it going to be an Americano? Like, right. am I going to put milk in it? Is it going to be a cappuccino? Right, a so latte, you're the consumer uh, trying to decide what uh, you yeah, want yeah, on the yeah, menu that. or whatever. Right. Yeah. If I know that I'm going to add milk to it, I'm going to be looking for a coffee that's, as far as roasting goes, is absolutely more, like, more on the developed side, like a medium. Yep. Uh, something like that. I think light roast can do fine in milk, but it's a bit tricky. Uh, I've had a lot of experiences with light it's hit or miss. where it just comes out sour yep. in the milk. Yeah, the uh, like a natural, real light natural process coffee yeah. tends to bring out some of the sour notes, and especially larger milk drinks. Yeah. You know, so that's where I think about it. It's like, well, am I selling this to a cafe and they're going to be selling a lot of large drinks? Yeah. Or am I selling this to Joseph that's yeah. going to experiment with a bunch of different coffee right. on his little home espresso and probably drink it black mostly, but yeah. also, you know, if it goes, tastes good in milk. You know, and, and like the, the amount of milk, as, as you're saying it now, yeah. Yeah, that like also a little macchiato is amazing with the Myanmar, but yeah. But if you're suddenly if you're adding like sixteen ounces of milk to a double shot, right? You want the coffee that's going to translate 
not just translate, but also combine well with that milk and give you a really pleasant experience. Um, so when I'm approaching, because I do have an espresso machine at home and I do make coffee with that, uh, I do like to do the single origins. I, what was I, your quick answer to this question? My quick answer to this question? Yeah, like when you read it. Was if you're going to have coffee with milk, then get something medium or dark. Like maybe look at Central American, uh, South American coffees that can have like a like a lot of chocolatey and nuttiness because right. I think that goes well in the milk. And that's that's kind of where I went is thinking about the roasting and what yeah. can come out of the coffee and ways to not necessarily get like not focus on the development first but focus on the natural the inherent right. origin characteristics of the coffee. So Brazil, Central America, Guatemala, places like that that have a lot of flavors in the coffee that tastes great with milk. Right. Uh, but if you are going to, because there's something to be said for exploring many single origin coffees, yep. like light roasted coffees from an espresso perspective, because you're going to get a much different oh, experience so than fun. a filter. Right. And But from a cafe, like that's a lot of training. That's a lot of yeah. recipes and all that quality control. The lighter the roast you go, mm -hmm. the more finicky it's going to be and the more narrow, narrower of a margin of air there is. Right. right? So darker roasted coffees, right? This is what like Starbucks we yeah. looted this in the previous in the, in the right. uh, yeah. from the Hopper episode last week. But the, uh, you know, it's dark roast for a reason. It's not because it's amazing. It's because it's consistent. Yeah. And so that's the advantage. So, again, like the end customer. So I guess if you're selecting an espresso for a cafe, like what's the mm. what's the cafe's jam? What are you doing? Is you just mass producing coffee with right. minimal wage baristas? Or are you doing artisan coffee and want to spend that time? Well, I think this can be instructive as well just for a consumer going into a cafe because my process with that is similar. I go into a cafe and I'm thinking about an espresso. I'm looking at the things they're have, having in the hopper. Like a lot right. of the places around here have multiple offerings. Right. Even if they don't, even if they're not like a multi roaster, they might still have like right. two or three different. Like most said, offerings. they have a couple different hoppers for their yeah. espresso, and that's. And I'm looking to see, okay, are you offering like some light roasted thing? Because if you are, and I'm feeling like a cappuccino, I'm definitely not going to order that. Right. Uh, so there are plenty of times I go into like these nice places and I don't get the single origin coffee because I want a cappuccino and I don't think that's going right. to pan out. Um, or they just have that and that's just what the statement they're putting out is. Yeah. And then, in that like. case, then I just don't get a milk drink. Right. A lot of times I, mean, I, I don't really, get a milk-based really, drink yeah. because I don't think that they're going to make it. But well. I will if I'm in a place I know it's going to be terrible coffee. Like if I'm in oh, a road oh, yeah. place, and it's that's, like, right. that's going to be awful. So <laughs> definitely delete that with something not water. <laughs> That's a different. That's almost a different subject because that's when totally. I start going. Like, okay, let's do it. Let's do a thing on gas station well, coffee we, or whatever. Uh, uh, we did the third crack where we stopped through the drive-through, and I was like, foot. okay, let's let's take a look at your section of the menu that has all the my, sugar and flavoring. My favorite part of that was when you're like, oh, this is too sweet. I can't handle it. Then you look over and I'm done. <laughs> uh, so I guess my short answer for this question was anything will work as, as espresso. It's true. Anything will. Right. So marketing standpoint, what's a cafe? Like, yes. what are you looking for? Is it for yourself? Are you trying to sell it? Like, are people paying for this? Are they putting chocolate with it? Like, with so many variables in doing that. But I think really it's just who's drinking the coffee. Yeah. And so there is something to be said for coffee that's roasted with the espresso preparation method in mind. Is this yeah. not, is that correct? I mean, like, that's. That's basically what an espresso blend. But that's is. also it's your personality. So if you're thinking I'm going to drink this as espresso, yeah. how are you going to roast it? You know, you might go a little bit darker because you know you're going to drink with milk. Yeah. But if you're like, wow, this is, I, I want this mm -hmm. is for an americano for yourself. Well, I guess what I'm talking about is like as a roaster, do you approach 
roasting a coffee with the specific preparation method in mind? Because I feel like there are a lot of roasters who do. So Absolutely. Like, so we call it our local Focos Espresso, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's the end goal of that coffee, is yeah. that it's going to be really great light medium mm-hmm. blend that's kind of a workhorse espresso. So it's it's yeah. light enough to not you know freak out the hipsters, but it's heavy enough roast, and the origin characteristics are chocolate enough that it tastes really great as milk. Right. Milk and... You know, I'd never want to be in a position telling people how to drink their coffee mm-hmm. because that's going to, I mean, you're excluding people from the process. And, right. And but your Westlake is also really good on espresso. It's so good. And so is the Ship Canal. Yep. <laughs> when you're making it's all different preferences, yeah. This can also extend, of course, to other brewing methods, although I think about it not as much. Um, I generally lean towards a Kalita wave. And I found that that's probably due to my overall taste preferences in coffee. Yeah. I like something like kind of I lean towards Chemex because I like the clean cup, from yeah. the big filter on that. But, I mean, there are some. I'll maybe AeroPress is probably the one thing I really adjust my recipe for, depending yeah. on the coffee. Yeah, that's true. Because it's so easy and it's such a small amount. Um, and this Water Avenue coffee, another shout out. Mm-hmm. Woo woo! You know, the same cup from last week. It's amazing coffee. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm I'm going in and buying so. I'll just take this as an example because I went down to Portland um, and and a got, few weeks ago got the Water Avenue coffee. I actually got three bags, one for you, and I was thinking about like the ways that you were going to prepare coffee and enjoy it, and and that's how I came to this coffee's conclusion. I got one for myself. I got one that had right. more of a chocolatiness to it, the El Salvador, but still had some like brightness as well because I knew I'm going to prepare this in a Kalita wave. I got a third bag that I knew was going to be prepared in the French press. And I chose something that was a little more developed in the roast, was really focused on chocolate and nuttiness. Uh, and that, um, so that's, that's kind of the thought process that I go through when I pick out a coffee. But you also have that incredible set of cups. Like, can't you just pick a different cup? Uh, yes, that's true. We were, <laughs> I got into this rant a little bit on the uh, third crack I had to cut you last off. week. It was uh, uh, way too articulate for a third crack. So we had a we had a way too structured. I had to push off, you off a week. Off off topic. Way off topic. Way off the off topic. Not that we really planned our third crack, but that was that um, was way outside the crack. We did we did an episode with the coffee tasting cups uh, a little while back. Remember those and, cups that all shape differently and we yep. taste differently. I just yeah, I just and wish they were I've smaller. Been playing around with them since then. I am envious. Uh, so the El Salvador that I have that I've been preparing on the Kalita Wave. One of its main components is like a milk chocolate. And I decided to start drinking it in the chocolate cup. And it just brought that all out in a much richer way than any other cup that I have in a really cool experience. But I had a similar thing with the spring blossom blend. Right. And what I really love about the spring blossom blend is the fruit forward with the like chocolate kind of on the background. And so I enjoyed that best in the fruit cup. I tried it in the chocolate cup. But I didn't have as much of the fruit that I wanted, right. so I had it in the fruit cup. And it's been a really bizarre experience of thinking about not just choosing a coffee for the brew method, but maybe also for the cups that I have. Yeah, I can, or I choosing choose a, cup a cup for, for the, the coffee, coffee. But yeah. I could also choose a coffee based off the cups that I have. <laughs> well, no. like Now that I have those special cups, I can, I can look at, for example... Maybe I find a coffee that has a lot of floral notes. I can be like, oh, you know what? I could actually maybe enjoy but this It's more. also something if you're going to go buy some new cups. Yeah. You might look for particular shapes. That's true. You know, I feel like that's where cafes could maybe, you know, rotate a couple different shapes of cups yeah. depending on what they're brewing, whether it's kind of more on the chocolate side or more on the fruit side. You don't necessarily have to have four. Yeah. 
I had but, this experience, and one of the reasons it was on my mind is I started ranting on the third crack, is I went to a cafe this weekend, uh, had a really wonderful Guji and a Burundi uh, made on the V60, and they served it in a cup that was very, very, very close to the chocolate cup, like just a slightly larger version, basically. And I couldn't get the fruit out of the Guji that I was hoping to find. Hmm. It just like really highlighted the chocolate base. Which didn't surprise me at all, but also started I don't, me but thinking. But I feel like I feel like they probably didn't select the cups based no, on they didn't. the Gucci. They Absolutely based, not. They bought the cups because they're, they're probably beautiful. Yeah, they're nice cups, yeah. and they're, it's an enjoyable experience to drink from them. But it clearly has a significant impact on how I experience the coffee. Did it ruin cafe experience for you? Ruin it? No. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't get that cup. It does make me think very differently about. Like, especially... Have you done milky drinks in them? Like, is there the same effect with milk? Oh, interesting. No, I haven't yet. I wonder if you get no. different floral flavors of the milk. I wonder, have you tried other beverages at all? Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Like, does your water taste different? I should try this. Does your... I don't know, whatever... <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to try just... Whatever you're drinking just your milk lifestyle diet. See what, if it changes the way milk tastes. Right. That'd be freaky. Anyways, so... <laughs> I guess, going back to the original question, the short answer is you can pick any coffee. But the things that influence are, like, what is the taste outcome that you want? Right. And then once you determine the taste outcome that you want in your cup, you can think about how that coffee is prepared. Right. With espresso... And the attitude of the barista. Because that will actually <laughs> make more of a difference probably than any part of it. That's fair. But let, let's, let's consider that we're making coffee at home. So the barista is yourself. And, you know, you know your really attitude better than everyone. <laughs> um, coffee's a bit gritty. <laughs> is that because of the barista? Yeah. So we'd like to hear from you. Do you think about the coffee in terms of how you brew it? Yep. Does the brewing method that you have change the way that you buy your coffee? Or are you like one of us freaks who has so many different ways to brew coffee, you can just get anything and Great. then decide which brew method you're going to use for it? And are you like me where you select the cup based on the coffee you just brewed? And... Well, you mean like me. Cause that's... Absolutely, what I've been doing every single day. Do you do this now? Yeah. Oh. You know all my cups. This is this is kind of like the fruit one. Yep. But it uh, flares out a bit more. But it doesn't have the thing at the top. It's very insightful for those of you listening. Yes. To see what I'm Even talking about. Even watching his hand motion didn't make any sense. It looked like you were scolding the cup. <laughs> we'll, get that, we'll get that on the list. <laughs> Instagram. We're all just right. gonna call this episode "Scolding the Cup." Scolding the cup. Scolding up. All right. Thank you so much for listening. CoffeeLoversRadio.com. Visit Patreon. Uh, listen to the third crack. All that good stuff. Yep. Cheers. All right. Cheers, Joseph. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit CoffeeLoversRadio.com. There you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The, the Third, Third Crack! Crack.